Thank you so much for joining us today at our Savior's Church, where we are one church meeting in five different locations. And our goal is to help you on your spiritual journey to know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference in the lives around you. If you'd like to learn more about our Savior's Church or how to get involved, visit us online at OurSavior'sChurch.com. I want to go ahead and jump into the message today. And um, this is one of those that you go, man. Remember, we're, we're just going through the Old Testament stories, reminding you of who God is and where you're from. Uh, I, I've hopefully through this series, I've at least convinced you that we're not really different. We're all the same. In fact, we all came from the same pair, Adam and Eve. Uh, Heidi and I just visited the ark while we were in Kentucky. Did y'all know they found the ark and it's in Kentucky? <laughs> we, went, we went and saw it. It's a, it's a replica uh, of the ark, the actual size, shape, all of that. And, and uh, we walked through it and, and it was amazing to walk through the ark and, and go, Noah, Noah had to have God help, God grace, the empowerment to pull this off. This incredible, it only, took, it only took him 120 years to build it, him and his boys. But just the, the ingenuity of it, you go, okay, he had, I mean, oh, come on, this is before his time. And I walked away, and I know Heidi did as well, we both walked away going, man, Noah, Noah was just a man. And yet he did something, and it, so it was Noah and his three boys that when the floods came and destroyed mankind, the judgment of God, everybody say judgment. I'm going to talk about that in a moment. When the judgment of God, because wicked, the wickedness of man, and you go, well, is judgment harsh? No, judgment's actually the kindest thing God could do. Instead of letting continue and more pain to be caused. And so he brought judgment. Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And then there was one picture. I wish I would have taken a picture of it. It's my only regret. I did not take a picture of it. Of Shem, Ham, and Japheth, his three boys. And then they have these, these lines of all over, the na- all over the world where their descendants are from. And you did? You took a picture, baby? Maybe next week we'll show it. Anyway, it, it's got from white-haired Scandinavian people to Africa to America, to Asian, it, it, it's got all of it to go. We all three came, we all came from these three dudes. Three brothers, which means we're all cousins. So next time you have a family reunion, I should be invited to it. And then, you remember last, a few weeks ago, Michael Hankins gave his testimony and talked about Moses going to the burning bush. And he goes to the burning bush and, 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 he, and he asks, and God tells him, I want you to go back and deliver Israel out of Egypt. Remember, we, we walked all through this. And he goes, yes. And, and he goes, well, who am I? And God doesn't answer, who am I? We're always trying to find out who we are. God tells who he is. Remember, he says, we sang it today. He said, I am. Who should I tell him sent me? Tell him I am. And that's important because you, you, sometimes we describe God as the God of love or the God of grace or the God of truth or the God, he's a healer or he's a deliverer. And all of those are just partially true. He is. 
So what does that mean for you and me? It means he is. It's wherever you're at and whatever you, whatever that missing gap is in your life, he would say, I am. No, no matter where you're at in the room today, we can all be at different places in the room today, but yet still have this need for God. And you go, God, where are you? Who am I? And he goes, no, no, it's not who you are. It's who I am. Who are you? I am. I need deliverance. I am deliverance. I I need grace. I am grace. I need hope. I am hope. I need love. I am love. Whatever. I need healing. I am healing. He is whatever, whatever you need. He is. There is nothing impossible, nothing too difficult for him. You're not too far gone. Somebody recently told me, Pastor Eugene, you don't want me coming to your church. And I said, why not? He said, because if I came, the roof would fall down. Do you know how many times I've heard that? How many of you know? Just look to your left. Now look to your right. If the house was going to fall down, it would have already fallen down. Our cousin Moses is going to be used by God to go back into and to deliver Israel out of Egypt. This is important. Remember, we've walked through this. We've walked through Adam, Eve, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Maybe the roof is falling. Who is it? I am. <laughs> Man. Pastor Obed left a deposit, didn't he? Many of you know Moses is going to walk back into Egypt and God is going to say he he said first of all he gives him a trick stick, right? He gives, him a, he gives him a trick stick, and he's going to walk back into Egypt. And he, he tells him a couple things. Look, drop it, and he drops it, and it turns into a snake. Pick it up, it turns back into a staff. Remember, he puts his hand in and takes it out, and it's leprosy, and he puts it back in, and it's healed. And he said, go show Israel these things so they'll believe you. I'm going to talk about that in a moment, too. But I, I want to make sure when we talk about judgment— There's only one way Moses is going to get Egypt to release Israel. Remember, Israel's been in bondage now, slavery, which is a representation of sin. It's what sin does to you. It enslaves you. Sin becomes a master to you. It will dominate you. Oh, it, it seems like it's fun for a moment and a season, but it will always cost you more than you want to pay. And it will stay longer than you want it to stay. It just, it just comes in. So it's a representation. And, and judgment is going to come on Egypt. And we're going to talk about it in a moment. But I want to talk to you about, because I some, some Christian voices that I truly respect and trust have said these things. That what we've been walking through these last several years is judgment. I want, I, want you to, I want you to think about them for a second. What we've been walking through as a people, as a world. You, you walk through a, a pandemic, uh, COVID-19, and, and the amount of people that have passed 
during this season. Many, many of your family touched in this very room through COVID-19. I want, I want you to think about, I, I want you to think about the virus. I want you to think about racial tension, economic catastrophes that are, we're, we're, we're there now. You're starting to see it. The fentanyl epidemic. Listen to me. Nobody wants to talk about it or put it on the news. But it's flooding through our southern borders because of open borders. It's flooding through and fentanyl is killing. There was one story out of Miami where there was someone unknowingly took drugs that were laced with fentanyl and died. And this, whoops, I almost lost my mic. The devil doesn't want me to preach this message, I promise you. And people that were there, this is how dangerous fentanyl is. The people that were there were doing mouth to mouth on the person that had overdo- or had been, was laced with fentanyl. They overdosed. So five people who tried to save the life ended up overdosing just simply because their lips touched the lips of the one who had fentanyl on their lips. It is going to be an epidemic across the world. I'm telling you, it's almost like we're walking through biblical moments and days of plagues. And plagues represent judgment. So now let's go to the story. Because I, I think there's some things in the story that maybe God would speak to us today. Moses is going to go to Pharaoh. Now, just so you'll understand, Moses and Aaron. Remember, Aaron, God relented and let Moses have his way because Moses said he couldn't speak very well. But some, some think he had, might have had a stuttering problem. We don't see a stuttering problem prior to him when he was the prince of Egypt. Now that he's been out in the, in the wilderness as a shepherd, now he's coming back. And, he, 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 and they're going to go see Pharaoh. Just so you understand the magnitude of this. This would be like me and Myron, Pastor Myron, going to the White House unannounced and getting in to see the president. That's what it would be like. And so they're going to actually get in there and and they're going to say, hey, God sent us. And he says, let your slaves go so that we can go worship the Lord. And he's going he's to drop his trick stick. It's going to turn into a snake. And the magic men of Egypt are going to drop their sticks, and it's going to turn into a snake, except the snake of God ate the snake of the Egyptians. And, and then most, Pharaoh's still not impressed, and, and he says, well, that's, that's not that big a deal. And then he says, okay, then I'm going to touch the Nile River, and I'm going to turn the water into blood, and he does. And then we're going to pick up the story in the book of Exodus, chapter 7, verses 3 through 5. Watch what God says. But I'm going to make Pharaoh's heart stubborn so I can, read the yellow with me, multiply my miraculous signs and wonders in the land of Egypt. What are the plagues? What do they represent? They represent They represent judgment. And he's saying, but I'm going to multiply signs and wonders so that in the land of Egypt. Even then, Pharaoh refused to listen to you, so I'm going to bring down my fist on Egypt. Then I will rescue my forces, my, my people, 
the Israelites from the land of Egypt with great acts of judgment. And when I raise my powerful hand and bring out the Israelites, the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. You want to go, what's the purpose of judgment? It does mean it's when God's anger or wrath, and he does have anger. When it's filled to the top, he's going to pour it out. But I want you to see God. He's still saying, I'm going to do this so, not that I can get them, but so that the people will see that I really am God. Oh, do we need the judgment of God now? No, I want you to think about our, our nation. I want you to think about our world, where it's at. We're going, man, the world has gone crazy. Crazy. We're talking about whether we're going to teach K through third grade transgenderism. Are you joking? It's gone mad. Watch this. So either, here's, here's what we see. Either God's hand will be on you or God's hand will be against you. That's what happens in judgment. Either God's hand is on you or his hand will be against you. No, no, you're not listening to me. Either God's hand will be on you or his hand will be against you. And we see this with the turning of the blood, but that wasn't enough. In fact, the magicians, the artists, or the, the magicians of, of Egypt ended up doing the same trick. Heidi used to do the same trick with children's church. She would take water and she'd pour this other thing and it would turn into blood. Well, not real blood, you know that, just water with red Kool-Aid, red Kool-Aid, basically. It was amazing. Yeah, it was red water. It was, as Heidi judged the children, she poured it out. Kids got saved. That doesn't work. Then they're going to, then, then the second plague, I'm just going to walk through the plagues. Let my people go. He got stubborn. No, I'm not letting you people go. Who are you? Who are, it's like Pastor Eugene and Myron going to see President Biden. He'd go, who are you? Well, we from Opelousas. <laughs> that, that's what Pharaoh did. Get, get, get on out of here. I mean, who, 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 who are you? And so, so Moses declares that frogs are coming. Frogs. Ribbit. When Pharaoh saw, 8.15, saw that relief had come. I, I love this. Look, look, by the way, frogs. This, this is sound, you know what's coming next is like gnats and flies. How many of you know you can't drink the water, frogs, gnats, and flies? It sounds like South Louisiana, doesn't it? How many of you know if a Cajun was in Egypt back in those days, they're like, I feel right at home. <laughs> now, I want, you to, I want you to see this. Watch this. So the, the, frogs, the frogs are, and, and Moses says, Pharaoh goes, would you call, make the frogs go away? Frogs were everywhere. The Bible tells everywhere, beds everywhere. Frogs were everywhere. And he says, make them go away. And he says, this time tomorrow, they'll be gone. And they died. Could you imagine the smell? Watch this. And when Pharaoh saw that, he became what? 
Okay, stop right there because you go, man, Pharaoh's got, man, Pharaoh, Pharaoh, he, he, he's dumb. No, listen to me. That is human nature, isn't it? Oh, come on, quit acting like you ain't never prayed that prayer for relief to come. God, if you'll just, remember that night you were hugging, hugging the porcelain throne, puking your guts out from Friday night, and you were praying to God, God, please, if you'll just get me out of this one because you drank too much. If, oh, I'm talking to somebody here. You, ah, God, I love you. I'll serve you. All if you get me out of this one, God, I'll never do it again. How many of you know next Friday night you were out there doing the Cupid shuffle? <laughs> Another round. Pharaoh. That's, what's, that's what Pharaoh's doing. Just like us. If you'll just give me relief, God. Relief. God didn't come to give you relief. He came to redeem you. He came to restore you. To, to put it back to its original purpose and design. Look at me. Listen to me right here. This is free, by the way. This is not in my notes. You're not on plan B. You're not on plan C. You might have taken some wrong turns, but if you'll submit your life to God and do it his way, you can still reach the purpose and destiny of God. He has not forgotten about you. Are y'all you, are you hearing me? So he's, 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 he's asking, he, he's hardened his heart again. He's falling back. I know we got a lot of physicians out of 10 years. This is, you, may, you know how you do your medication? The doctors give you your medication because you're sick. You take the medication until you feel better. But that ain't what you're supposed to do, is it? No, you're supposed to take it all the way till completion. And that's what people do. We just, I'm going to go to church until I feel better. I'm talking to somebody here. You just happen to be here today. No. Listen, in days of judgment, that may be okay when judgment isn't here, but in days of judgment, God's hand will be on you or his hand will be against you. Either you're cold or you're hot. If you're lukewarm, I'll spew you out. I'm talking to you. I'll spew you out of my mouth. We got blood and frogs and, and then gnats show up. I hate gnats. They just enough to bug you. No pun intended. Watch this. So the Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron, raise your staff, strike the ground. The dust will turn to a swarm of gnats throughout the land of Egypt. And Moses did. And, and, and Aaron raised his hand, struck the ground. Gnats infested the entire land, covering Egyptians and their animals. All the dust in the land, the Egyptians turned into gnats. Pharaoh's magicians tried to do the same thing with their secret arts, but this time they failed, and the gnats covered everyone, people and animals alike. And watch what the magic men said. This is the finger of God. But Pharaoh's heart remained hard, and he wouldn't listen to them. Can I ask you a question? You don't have to listen to everybody. You don't have to listen to everyone, but you need to listen to someone. Have there been people in your life warning you? Have there been people in your life saying, who love you? Bro, don't go there. 
Man, I'm worried about you. Oh, man, I got this. Signs from God. Now, it's not just God doing things. Now, even the people around Pharaoh are saying, hey, 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 this is God. Oh, listen to me. Can I tell you something? We're walking through the first tragedy in America. First time in America. We've we've seen some things, just our lifetime. We haven't seen it all. I I wasn't here during the Depression. I wasn't here during the, the big crash of Wall Street back in the whatever it was. Whatever. 29. I wasn't, I wasn't here. But we, we've seen things like 9-11. And you go, oh my gosh. We, we've walked through some things. And you know this is the first tragedy in America where the church declined instead of increased. It decreased through COVID instead of increasing. All across America. Churches are averaging now about 50%. We're above the average, but I'm just telling you about 50% of people, people, you go, what is it this time? You don't have to care what everybody thinks, but you do need to care what somebody thinks. There'll be people around you that God will give you. And we see this in the nest. But watch what happens. Watch what happens because he still won't let the people go. Moses is there. Aaron is there. We're going to take Israel out of Egypt. We're here to deliver. Everybody say deliver. We're here to deliver. And they say, no, you, you ain't going. And so God just increases. Then he sends flies. Then the Lord told Moses, get up early. In the morning, I want you to stand in Pharaoh's way as he goes down to the river. I want you to say to him, this is what the Lord says, let my people go so they can worship me. If you refuse, then I will send swarms of flies on you, your officials, your people, and all the houses. The Egyptian home will be filled with flies and the ground will be covered with them. Watch this, verse 22, this is important. But this time I will spare the region of Goshen where my people live. No flies will be found in their land. I'll make a clear distinction between my people and your people. Oh, you better clap on this one. No, you better, no, no, now, okay. So Pastor you, what about the the blood water? Yep, Israel had to go through that too. What about the frogs? Yep, Israel had to go through the frogs too. What, 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 what about, what about the, the, the gnats? Yep, Israel, skin so soft. <laughs> they put it everywhere. <laughs> they had to go through that too. What does that say? It says the people, it doesn't mean that we get out of everything. We still have to walk through some things. The judgment comes. It still impacts and affects us. And then it switches, and he's going, now I'm going to make a distinction. Everybody say distinction. Oh, there is coming a moment and a day. I'm prophesying now. There is going to be a distinction between his people, Egypt's people, and the people of God. It's going to happen. I'm going to talk to you just a second. I'm going to tell you what it is. Watch this. You go, why would, why, would God, why would God make the Jews, his people, go through? By the way, can, there's only two real, there's only really two. Just give me a minute. I'm, I'm 56. This happens more often now. 
There's, there's only two real titles. Jesus only sees two groups of people. Lost people, found people. I mean, his word says there is no Jew. There, now there is no Jew. There is no Greek. There is no free man. There is no slave. There is no male. There is no female. He only sees lost and found. Moses is only seeing there's Pharaoh's people and there's God's people. He only sees two. There's Pharaoh and God. And, but this time he's going to make a distinction. A distinction. Distinction. You go, why, why, why? Well, first of all, Pharaoh doesn't believe in God. He, he doesn't believe this I am. Who is I am? He doesn't believe in the existence of. But the people of God have a problem too. They don't believe God. What do you think would have happened if God made a distinction between Pharaoh and his people from the beginning? Oh, God is, God is so smart. No, no, I'm going to let them walk through. They can't drink the water. I'm going to make them walk through that, that they got some frogs. I'm going to make them walk through some gnats. I'm going to let them walk through a little bit of it so that it'll turn their hearts to start believing in or believe God. So when, the, when I take it off, they'll look up and go, oh God, what a great God you really are. Are, are y'all checking with me? Okay, I'm, prophes- I'm going to prophesy here in a second. He's going to make a distinction are we experiencing plagues now in our world? Yeah, we are. What's next? I don't know. I don't know. But I can tell you what I do know. I can tell you what I do know. I'm praying that God would make a distinction between those that belong to him and those who don't belong to him. And, and, and most of the time, I'm, I'm, I believe this is where it's going to happen. This is just me. If y'all don't believe this, that's okay. Send, so, send somebody else the emails. Um, <laughs> what I believe, I believe it's going to happen in economics. Because the word says too many times, a sign of the covenant, Deuteronomy chapter 8. Or 18. Uh, 8 or 18, one of those. One of the signs of the covenant of Abraham's was he was going to give the people of God the ability to produce wealth. One of the things that the scripture says, I'll make you a well-watered garden in a sun-scorched land. In, in the next chapter, he's about to send hail, like from the sky, hail, not H-E-L-L, H-A-I-L. He's going to send hail and he's going to destroy the camels, the livestock. He's going, to, he's going to destroy the economic engine of Egypt. But he's not going to let it touch Goshen and where his people are. You ought to go, I don't know if that's true, Pastor You, but I sure hope you're right. No, you sure hope I'm right, don't you? Do you see what gas costs now? Yeah, well, it may go up. It may go up more. It's, it's crazy. 
and that God would give us the wisdom from heaven that he would not allow that the light would remain over his people to show a distinction between the world so that the lost can be found. Are you with me? No, you ought to give a hand clap. You ought to praise God. You go, please God. So, so that when people are going, I don't know what to do, you can say, I do. You won't see this in the movie, Ten Commandments, but Egyptians start believing too. And when they do leave, this is, spoiler alert, some Egyptians went with them. They said, we see that. Here's what we believed in, and that's what we see the difference between the two. And it was a great harvest of souls. The judgment of God. The, you know, is that cruel of God? No, no, it's the most loving thing he can do. It's the judgment of God. Are you all checking with me? <clears throat> I'm not going to finish this message today. Is that okay? I'll give you part two next week because we're, we're going to get to Easter. It's Easter. This, this is all going together. Watch this. And let me give you Exodus 8. In 24, the Lord did just as he, as he said, thick swarms of flies filled Pharaoh's palace and the house of the officials. The whole land of Egypt was thrown into chaos. Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron. All right, go ahead and offer sacrifices to your God, he said. But, oh, look at me. Let me give you, just let me just unveil the enemy right now. He'll let you partially obey God. He just didn't want you to go all the way in. You can, make, you can do your sacrifices, but make sure you just compromise, and it's here in this land. You can sacrifice here, and don't go all in. Why don't you just, okay, start going to church on Sunday. That, that's good. That, that's good. But don't, don't go all the way in. Don't go to a small group. Uh-uh, no, no, don't, don't take your next step. Look at me. If this is true, and this is judgment. This is not the time to be half-hearted. It is the time to go all in. Are y'all checking with me? I, I, I don't hear anything from that section right there. Okay, I right, just want to make sure. Chapter 9, Exodus 9. The plague of the hail comes to destroy the livestock. That's it. By, by the way, the distinction in Goshen. Ready, look right here. This is unbelievable. Can I just give a testimony of God? Economics. Our congregation through COVID was cut in half by 50%. Now, it's gone up since then. But if you're talking about, about an 18-month period. Can I tell you what's happened economically to the church in those 18 months? You ready? It has been a banner 18 months in the history of our Savior's church. Can I break it down, Opelousas? We ballin'. <laughs> Can I say that? No, 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 no. Did you hear what I just said? The congregation was cut down by 50%. But yet the income not only maintained where it was, but it's actually grown up about 10%, even beyond that. You ought to give God all the praise. And all. It's a miracle. That's you. What, what is that saying? No, the light stayed on. 
Egypt's going through economic difficulties and Goshen is still flourishing. The crops are still producing. The, the, The livestock is reproducing even more than it was before the judgment even came. God showing a distinction between Pharaoh's people and his own. You go, let it be, Jesus. Look at Exodus 9 and 15. Watch what he says here. Would you just look at God? By now, I could have lifted my hand and struck you and your people with the plague to wipe you off the face of the earth. Why didn't he? You're going to find this hard to believe. Because he loves Pharaoh and the Egyptians. Be careful. Please be careful. When we're walking through this as a nation and as a world, when you see Pharaoh's people, that you remember God loves Pharaoh and his people. He loves them. He wants them to see the difference between darkness and lightness. He wasn't only, he wasn't drawing a distinction just so the people of God would be blessed. He's showing a distinction of light and darkness so the people of Pharaoh would turn their hearts over and come over to the light and say, I want to be with God's people too. Are you hearing me? So if you, if you get all political, you want to win them and just name the political party. God loves them. So are y'all checking with me? Romans 8, 28, I I love that verse. It's one of those verses, if it wasn't in the Bible, sometimes this would be too hard to bear. It says, all things work together for the good for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Say that with me, all things. Well, if it's true, all things work together for the good, for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose, then you can flip it. And say, then all things work together for the bad, for those who hate God and resist his purposes. So what am I saying to you? God is giving all of us in this room the freedom to either cooperate or resist what God is now doing. There's no in-between. You're either cooperating or you're resisting. The plague goes on, locust. I don't like locust. Isn't that the big bug? Or is it the little grasshopper bug? I never know. It's the big one that goes, you ever got a locust on your, it's like, "Ah, what is that? Watch what he says. The Lord said to Moses about the locusts, the Lord said to Moses, return to Pharaoh and make your demands again. If I'm Moses, this is me and Pastor Myron, we got to go back to the White House again. Come on, God. And he goes, no, go back again. I've made him and his officials stubborn. Watch this. So I can display my miraculous signs among them. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. I'm going to talk to you. I've also done it so you can... You, you see what God's doing? He's already preparing future generations to come that are going to inherit the promised land 
Let, let me just break it down to you. It's why, it's why I say, get your phones out. Take a picture of the reading. Here's the questions. Talk to them with your children. If you're, if you're worried about your children, can I, can I help you? I don't know. I, I can identify a few. I'll, if y'all want to hear all the things Heidi and I did wrong, stay after church today and we'll tell you. Here's some things that we did do right with our children. We didn't preach to them. We just included them. That it was normal talk to say, we need to pray about that. It was normal to say, let's, here, this is a Bible story I want to read. And I want to tell you what it means and why it applies to where we're at. I wanted to instruct them, teach them. And this is what he's doing. He's like, I'm doing this so you'll have this to tell your children over and your grandchildren over and over and over and over again so that they too will know who they are. You know why we have a problem in our society now of people deciding who they are? It ain't the kid's fault. We haven't just simply done what the word says. Deuteronomy says, teach your children when they get up, when they go down to bed, when you're walking down the road. Don't forget for us to be driving down the road. Teach your kids. Just love talking about the things of God. It's our responsibility. Look right here. Don't put that off on our Savior's church. We'll assist you. We'll help you. But we're not responsible for your children. You're responsible for your children. Help me out, Victor. I'm closing. Which means I need a piano player. (laughs) Exodus, I'm just loving you today. Is that okay? I just want to pastor you to go, no, no, no. Don't, don't, don't get discouraged by what's happening. Don't get fearful of what's happening. It's God's hand doing it. And you just go, Lord, make a distinction. Are y'all receiving what I'm saying? Okay. 10 and 4, 7. If you refuse, watch out for tomorrow. I'm going to bring a swarm of locusts on your country. They will cover the land so that you won't be able to see the ground. They'll devour what's left of your crops, they'll overrun your palaces. Verse 7, Pharaoh's officials now came to Pharaoh and appealed to him, how long will you let this man hold us hostage? Let this man go to worship the Lord their God. Don't you realize that Egypt lies in ruins? Sometimes the arrogance of a leader, whether a nation or a home, arrogance of a leader, sometimes of a nation and sometimes of a home prevents him from seeing what everybody else around him can see. Question. What of those who you love brought to your attention that you keep disregarding? Ah, I got this. No, I'm concerned about you. Nah, disregard I hate being disregarded sometimes I disregard Heidi she goes are you listening 
I go, yes, baby. What did you say? <laughs> you're disregarding. Means, means you're not honoring. Dishonoring. By, we would call it dissing. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me give you some good news. You want some good news? I'm going to finish this story next week. So this is part one of part two. But let me, let, me, let, me give, let me leave it on a good note. In Exodus 11, God tells Moses, tell the Israelite men and women to ask their Egyptian neighbors for articles of silver and gold. What? Now the Lord had caused the Egyptians to look what? To look favorably on the people of Israel. And Moses was considered a very great man in the land of Egypt. Respected by Pharaoh's officials and the Egyptian people alike. You want to give the spoiler alert? As they're leaving, all the Egyptians are giving them the silver and gold. Scripture says they plundered Egypt. <laughs> so God, man. Only God can figure this out. They were slaves. 400 years. And now they're walking out rich, walking out wealthy, walking out. Look at me. God is a debtor to no one. He was going to make sure they got the wages that they deserved as they were walking out. He said, "Mm -mm. no, 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 no. I'm going to make a distinction between my people and not my people. Who is your people? You got to be careful when you answer that because we always, well, my people. No, no, who is your people? I'll answer it the way Jesus answered. Who is my mama? Who's your mama? Who's my mama? The woman that does the will of the Lord is my mama. Your brother's at the door. Who is my brother? The one who does the will of the Father, that's my brother. Your sister's out there. Who is my sister? My sister is the woman who does the will of God. That's who my people are. There's only lost and found. There's God's people and not God's people. And the rest of us are family. Do you receive this? Mm. I just want to pray a prayer of deliverance over you. If you're here today, you can just do it right where you're at. You can just... You just need deliverance. Would you just lift your hand? It don't matter what it is. You just need deliverance. Would you just lift your hands high? I want to pray over you right now. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus for deliverance to come right now in the name of the Lord. I pray over everyone here with their hands up now. Father, bring deliverance to them. You are. I am. I am. I am. Set them free right now in the name of Jesus. Set them free right now in the name of the Lord. If you're here today and you want to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want to pray this prayer with you. All you have to do is repeat this after me if you're here today. And God's asking you, become one of mine today. 
You have to be born again. I'm going to lead you in a prayer. This prayer won't save you. It's just the cry of your heart. Come on, congregation. Let's add our voice to theirs. Would you say, dear Lord Jesus, I believe you're the son of God. I believe that on the cross, you took my sin, my shame, and my guilt. And you died for it. I believe you faced hell for me so I wouldn't have to go. And that you rose from the dead to give me a place in heaven, purpose on earth, and a relationship with the Father. So today, Lord Jesus, I turn from my sin to be born again. God is my Father. Jesus is my Savior. The Holy Spirit is my helper. And heaven is my home. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we give God all the praise?